So I was actually watching one of our old videos, and the intro was pretty funny. Okay. And the intro was you saying, and I quote. No, no. This is what he said. He said, um, I got bronze. Oh, I remember that intro. In Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was really funny, right? Because you mm -hmm. saw my face of, or like how I reacted to what he said. Right. And then I had this like yellow jacket I have with mm -hmm. this like long neck thing. And then I just went like this. <laughs> <laughs> and I went under it, you know, put my, half my face under the little collar. And I just went like, <sighs> and I thought that was a really funny intro that you guys should definitely watch. Episode. <laughs> I forgot what it was. But just look for the episode where I have the yellow jacket on and you'll see the intro. It's a really funny intro. It was really funny because you see how I react. I was the one that, was, that made it funny. He was, you know, it's a little hard with him. <laughs> Yo, yo, what is good with my you bad, with this bad, intro? My bad, my bad, What's sorry. My bad, my bad, I'm sorry. You're, you remind I'm me sorry. a lot of Kane, actually, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. You remind uh, me a listen, lot of Kane. Listen, I know you like doing a little transition. I, like, I know you like doing that, but that did not make sense. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you know, you're like Kane. Just oh, okay. Very prideful and oh, prideful. disrespectful. Disrespectful. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Are, are you are you done? Yeah, yeah, I'm done. Sorry, sorry. I'm done. Right. I'm well, sorry. What's up, everybody? I'm Welcome done. back to the In the Fire podcast. I appreciate you whether you're listening on Spotify, iTunes, or watching us on YouTube. Thank you for joining us back on the platform and tuning in to this episode. We love you. Yes. We appreciate you. Yes. And just welcome back. And if you're new around here, welcome to, to the, the In family, the Fire podcast. To the In the Fire podcast. Um, here we like. Now we like our mission here at the In the Fire podcast is to ignite, nurture, and mm. maintain and spread the fire of Christ. Mm. Um, and so, just join us uh, as we study the Word of God together. Um, make sure to check out the most important link in the description. It is an opportunity for both of us, us and you guys, to be in communion in a family united together. Check out the Patreon link. That is where our family's at. We can communicate, talk, chat, prayer, Bible studies together. It is a beautiful, beautiful time. You don't want to miss out. Check it out and join us. And if you're already on the Patreon, we love you and we appreciate you. And so today. What? Today, you know what, what we're doing. What we're doing. We're reading the word of God again. We have been <laughs> loving. Why are you laughing? No, I, was, I don't like that. We're reading the word of God again. That's pretty good. It's funny. It's funny. Is that blasphemy? No, it's not. <laughs> it's not blasphemy, dude. You just laughed. I can't laugh. Can you guys? Do you guys no. understand that he just no, laughed? No, 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 no. They don't. You know, I think they want to hear the reading and everything. So I think we should move on from this. Kind of, you know, get into. Guys, Lewis what has it. been maturing. And so he thinks all of a sudden he can tell us it's time to move on. But... <laughs> I tell you when it's time to move on. <laughs> but today, yeah. today we are studying uh, Cain and Abel. Cain and Abel. This can be found in Revelations for oh. no. Oh no, it's found in Genesis. Genesis four. You got it, brother. Good job. Genesis four. You do not want to. 
you, yeah, you just want to follow along with us. So check, check. You do not oh, want to miss if, it? If, if, yeah, you don't want to miss it. If you okay. have your Bibles, open it up to Genesis chapter 4. We're talking about Cain if and If you're Abel. able to read the if Bible at this read. moment. But if you're doing yeah. something that does not allow you to do that, be safe. And we're going to read it for you. Yes. But also, if you can, join us. If you can, join us. Uh, so we're reading from NLT version. Um, Cain and Abel. Who's, who's their papas? Adam and Eve. Adam, who's Adam and Eve? The first humans on earth. The oh, the first humans on earth. I mean, the Garden of Eden is on earth, right? Oh, yeah. Interesting. So they had Cain and Abel. Yeah. And now we're reading about them. We're reading about them. That this was a long time ago. It was a very long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. You think there was a New Jersey back then? They were in New Jersey. You don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't think they were. I mean, like, Garden of Eden. You don't know where that was. I mean, Kane might have been from New Jersey. <laughs> Why Kane? He looks like he's we'll the see, type right? to have road rage and That's stuff. A, and, oh, well, yeah. we'll see why that is mm -hmm. in a moment. In a moment. But let's 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 read. Let's get into Enough it. waiting. Enough waiting. Yeah. Now, Adam had sexual relations with his wife. Awesome. You know, another version says. <laughs> <laughs> another version says Adam knew Eve. Well, is that like the kids kids version of no, it? No. It's like it's another version. It's just like and Adam and his wife knew each other. And they had it's like, okay. I hope I mean, they I knew guess. each other. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they knew each other. Okay. Uh with his wife Eve and she became pregnant. <gasps> when she gave birth to Cain, she said, With the Lord's help, I have produced a man. Cool. 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 Later she gave Later, she gave birth to his brother and named him Abel. So how'd they choose Cain and Abel as the first, like, names? two names? Yeah, like, how do you come up with that? Cain. Abel. Abel. Why not, like... Like, like was Adam really old at this point? He needed a Cain, and he's like, let me just do that. And then wow, because, let's continue. And because we were able to have a kid, let's name him Abel. No? I'm sorry. When they grew up, Abel became a shepherd while Cain cultivated the ground. Uh-huh. That's fun. When it was time for the harvest, Cain presented some of his crops as a gift to the Lord. Abel also brought a gift, the best portions of the firstborn lambs from his flock. Hmm. The Lord accepted Abel and his gift, but he did not accept Cain and his gift. This <clears throat> made Cain very angry, and he looked dejected. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. So what do we see here? First of all, I think it's important to know. <coughs> Sorry. Nice. <laughs> we can, note, can somebody note that? No. What? Yeah, that's that's what's important to know. But I think it's important to know the characters of Cain and the character of Abel to know like who yeah. we're, what we're working with here, right? Okay. Now, in in uh, let me see. Hold on. Give me a second. Everybody, give me a second. Yeah. Everybody, give me a second. Just one second. Okay. If we if we go to first John three twelve, okay, this is what we find. We must not be like Cain, who belonged to the evil one and killed his brother. And why did he kill him? Because wow, I just fast forwarded everything. You kind of spoiled the story, my boy. It's not good. It's not good, brother. Continue. This is still. A fruitful, I was just joking. I was just joking. Bible I made study. that up. I made that up. Hebrews eleven four. Let's read this one. <laughs> It was by faith that Abel brought a more acceptable offering to God than Cain did. 
Abel's offering gave evidence that he was a righteous man, hmm. and God showed his approval of his gifts. Although Abel is long dead, he still speaks to us by his example of faith. Hmm, and so cool. that gives us an example of who Abel was, right? It says that he was a righteous man. They counted him as righteous because of this one thing. Interesting. Interesting, right? But I mean, it also shows us what kind of man Abel was, all right? So it says, what What does it mean to be a righteous man, right? Somebody yeah. that is after uh, following, a, a, somebody that is just and their morals are aligned to God's yeah. laws, right? So somebody, right, the, the biblical righteousness kind of talks about how you are seen as right before God. So when yeah. you go to when you go to heaven, God is going to see you as righteousness yep. because of, of Jesus. Jesus dying on the cross for you. 100%. He traded that sin so that you can be seen as righteous in the eyes of God, right? So Abel was seen as somebody that was righteous, which means he loved God. He respected and followed God's laws. Mm. He was a man of of um, integrity, mm. a man that did the right thing and a man that was just, right? And so what about Cable? Cable. I'm a mess today, man. What about Cable? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a mix between Abel and, and Cain. I said Cable. Forgive me. What about HDMI Cable? <laughs> no, that's disrespectful. Sorry. But Cain, Cain was seen... As somebody that was, you know, I mean, the before I spoiled it, it said that he belonged to the evil one, mm. right? Cain was somebody that was arrogant, okay. that was that lacked respect to his authorities. Interesting. Cain was somebody, just a troublemaker. Cain was somebody that suffered with pride, with um, lack of respect. Kind of, he kind of always thought he was the superior. I mean, he was the older brother in this case, right? So mm. he probably thought he was above Abel. And so we see here mm. that Good when point. it was time to present Good point. their gifts and worship to God, it says, Cain presented some of his crops as a gift to the Lord. Yep. So, and in other translations, it says he gives the fruits of, of the ground. So the fruits that were kind of fell from the tree and that they were on the ground, the, the dirty ones, the ones that were maybe were rotten, that's what he gave to God. But then Abel gives the best portions of the firstborn lambs from his flock. And so now we see how God reacts to this, accepts Abel's gift and not Cain's. Interesting from here. Interesting. Let's continue reading. Unless you have something to say. I can get into it because, so we read that, right? And we see that that plays a big, actually, let's read it first. Maybe okay. then we'll get into it. Because it's hard to talk about it without spoiling yeah, the whole thing. Which we should read it and see, you know, kind of get like into I it. Like I already now. did. Yep. Why are you so angry? The Lord asked Cain. Why do you look so dejected? You will be accepted if you do what is right. Hmm. But if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you, but you must subdue it and be its master. What I love here is this wisdom is coming directly from God. Mm. Talk about wise counsel. You like the wisest counsel. The, the wisest game. counsel. You, you ain't get anything better than this. <laughs> you are hearing this wisdom directly from the Lord. Mm. Like it's not like oh his father told him, hey Cain, like don't do that, dude. Yeah. But God directly is telling him. Be careful. Sin is 
is coming to devour you, to control you, but you need to subdue it and be its master, be sin's master. And so also, this is very interesting because this is the beginning of time. This is like the beginning of yeah, the human Yeah, I've always race. thought about that. So it's right in the beginning in Genesis, he says this. Right. Th this is like one of the few, like the beginning wisdom that has been thrown into the world and it's directly yeah. by God, right? And it's, and it's mm, to Cain. Right to Cain. What does Cain do with this wisdom? Let's see. One day Cain suggested to his brother, let's go out into the fields. And while they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Hmm. Afterward, the Lord asked Cain, where is your brother? Where is Abel? I don't know, Cain responded. Am I my brother's guardian? But the Lord said, what have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me Crazy. from the ground. Now you are cursed and banished from the ground, which has, been swall which has swallowed your brother's blood. No longer will the ground yield good crops for you, no matter how hard you work. From now on, you will be a homeless wanderer on the earth. Cain replied to the Lord, My punishment is too great for me to bear. You have banished me from the land and from your presence. You have made me a homeless wanderer. Anyone who finds me will kill me. Hmm. The Lord replied, no, for I will give a sevenfold punishment to anyone who kills you. Then the Lord put a mark on Cain to warn anyone who might try to kill him. So <clears throat> Cain left the Lord's presence, crazy, and settled in the land of Nod, east of Eden. Hmm. Where the heck do we even start? Where do we start? I mean, I mean this is this is intense. When when God when God says, you know, but if you refuse to do what's right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at your door, eager to control you. So he said it to him before the the opportunity happens for it. That's how good God is. Like he tells him this stuff, like, be careful. Sin is mm. crouching at your door. It wants to control you. You must subdue it and be mm -hmm. its master. What happens later? Cain kills Abel. Right. Like he like pre pre of, of killing, like he God told him this. Mm -hmm. That's just one example of God's grace, right? Just one example of God's grace, and then after, God asks him. He God already knows what happened, right? So right, what's right, the right. significance of him asking Cain, "Where's your brother?" Just another opportunity to be like honest, like mm. what what happened, and then of course it's like, you know he lies and he's like, "This I already know, like I already know what happened." But like, you see God, like first thing before he it even happened, he told them like, "Yo, be careful, don't let sin mm. control you." But of course sin controlled them, and then after like, where, "Where's your like where's your brother? What happened right. to him?" And of course, like he lies to him and stuff, but mm -hmm. instantly right there, I just see like, that's just, that's who God is. Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, that's absolutely right. I think it's, it's always, it reminds me of when, um, when Adam and, ate, and Eve ate the, the fruit from the yeah. tree, he comes and he says, where are you guys? It's like, God, like, you know, come on, God. But then like, what's the reason for it? You know, it's like, where are you? Mm -hmm. Like, where, why are you hiding? You know, like, where, where are you, Adam? There's, there's a bigger reason for it. And so I, I think it's super interesting that God asks him, where is your brother? Mm -hmm. Where is Abel? But I think there's so much to learn from this story. And so we see in the, in, you know, some of the biggest portion of this story is mm -hmm. the part where both brothers are going to present their crops to the Lord, present their worship to God, right? And we see that Cain presents some of his crops. Yeah. Other translations can say the fruit on the floor, on the ground. 
Cain kind of didn't give thought to his worship to God. He kind of just grabbed the things extra that he had. Yeah. The things that he wasn't even going to use, the things that... A lack of importance, you know? A lack, a of, lack like, of importance. A lack of caring. Right? Abel, on the other hand, gives the best portion of the firstborn lambs from his flock. When you give the firstborn, that's... Those are the special ones. Yeah. Those are the important <clears throat> ones. He gives the <clears throat> best portions. And so we see, first of all, God noticed the hard position of both brothers yep. and he accepts Abel's and not Cain's. Okay. Why I relate this to my personal life in the things that I do for God. Hmm. And what do we do for God? First of all, the job that you do right now, whether that be a low income job, high income job, it doesn't matter. The, the Bible talks about that we should be doing everything that we do in, in excellence for God, right? And so I, I, I put myself in the position of the two brothers and I say, am I like Cain sometimes where I give the extra? Sometimes we go to church and we're tired and or sometimes it's a weekday mm. and you know it's time <clears throat> to pray, but you've only got... 10 extra minutes you're just like mm, okay I'm, I'm gonna give god these 10 extra minutes and you struggle to set a schedule apart you struggle to kind of delay other things that don't seem as important in your life to give god mm -hmm. an honorable gift an honorable worship and so sometimes i feel like dang if god didn't accept Cain's, i think there's times where he doesn't accept mine mm. Because my position, my heart position is nowhere near the right place. Yeah, It's kind of like, let me just give God my extra. Let me just give God the side things. But we see Abel give him the best portion. Mm. And so it makes me think about my life. And it makes me think about the work that I do. Whether that be the podcast, the job that I have, school, anything that it is. Am I giving my best? Am I giving... My best effort, hmm. my best ability, but truly not lying to myself and saying, yeah, God, I give you the best because we cannot. That's something that we learn here in this story hmm. is we cannot <clears throat> give God half yeah. and then try to convince him we gave him all. So God sees <clears throat> through all of that. God sees our heart. And so he knows when we're not giving our best offering, we're not, we're not giving our best efforts at the things that we do. And I'm not mm. just talking about the things that we do for God, but our jobs and, and the respect that we show our bosses and our, and our family members, are we giving our best? Mm. Yeah. And, and it, like, it just shows, like you said, Abel's heart, like, Mm -hmm. There's intention in the in the message versions. This says the same thing. It says, "But from the from but Abel also brought an offering. Mm. But from the firstborn animal, he said, and choice cuts of meat. But then it says for Cain, Cain brought an offering to God from the produce of his farm. You know, so it's like you see the difference, and you see mm. Abel showing care, effort, importance, intention, mm. like, and he intentionally chose." This is the best one. This is the best mm -hmm. one. And like you said, you see their heart postures. Now, the question I have is, is why is it that Cain didn't bring the best of his produce? Mm -hmm. Why was it? You know, yes, we said it's like, maybe he just didn't care as much. He was like a right. lack of importance. He was like, yeah, I'll just bring this, whatever. I'll, I'll give him some, of, like some of my crops, as it says. Or I was thinking like, is it that Cain 
like maybe he saw the fruit and maybe he made some really like, you know he produced some really good fruit like it was like mm-hmm. really grown it was perfectly grown perfectly ripe everything perfect and he didn't want to give that to god maybe he felt like it was, he was going to waste it mm-hmm. he, maybe he wanted to keep it to himself and so it's like did he develop a a wanting of the things that god gave him instead of just give, giving it to god who made it mm-hmm. like god made the crops but you you want the mm-hmm. cross more than him now mm-hmm. and so it's like a like a reflection of where is Cain's heart right now? Is he he does not want to give the best crops because he doesn't want to he doesn't want to waste it because they're so good, right? And he forgets the one who made the crops in the first place that gave him that job to get crops. Mm. And so it's like we we tend to lose sight of God when we love the things He gives us and we forget about Him. Can how many times in the Bible does it say remember like remember the Lord like in in Deuteronomy mm-hmm. where it's like when God like this is what this is what in Deuteronomy this is what it says when you go into that land. To receive all these blessings, to receive the fruits uh, of trees you didn't plant, mm-hmm. to, re- to go into these houses you didn't build, all these amazing... Ble- when you enter into that promised land, do not forget God, because that's what we tend to do. Mm-hmm. We lose sight of God when we focus on the things that he gives us instead of remembering who gave it to, who gave it to us in the first place. Mm-hmm. And so it's a, like a, a, re- a reflection, a reminder to remember who gave you all the things in your life the blessings you know Mm. every good gift comes from god how many good things are there in your life are you saying thank you for them right are you giving god the praise and giving god the thanks and saying lord thank you that i have this in my life all these good things Mm. all these blessings yes i can complain every five seconds but am i am i am i being thankful for all these so you saw you saw their gifts as an act of gratitude towards god or at least from abel's side um, yeah gratitude and Cain's i see would be a lack of gratitude yeah i just see what i see there again it's just devotion like actual importance like i care about i care about god i love god mm-hmm. so i want to give him my best mm-hmm. and we see that you know how many times like you know how we done things like not the best way right because it's easier it's so much easier but then mm-hmm. like when people go above and beyond you see that you see their right. hearts and it's like you see we we in this little moment we see Cain's heart and we see Abel's right. heart and we see a difference of it right and I, I think it's beautiful because it shows Abel's side of righteousness and his yeah. <clears throat> love for God right because it's I, you know you don't read this and you think oh Abel did this for selfish ambition mm. for like oh yeah. if I give God my best he's gonna he's gonna, bless he's me. gonna bless me he's gonna give me this I don't think Abel was thinking about that. Mm. I think it was so genuine that he was just so in love with God. And and genuinely, he's like, you know what you just said, we're receiving this from God. Why is it so hard for us to mm. give him a portion of it? Because at the end of the day, who's the one that makes it rain, gives you the knowledge to know how to grow these crops, how to sustain <clears throat> them? Uh, you know, sometimes some years they had really bad harvest seasons and yep. sometimes they had really good ones. And so it's like, why do we struggle so hard to give God? And the question is, does he want your crops? Does he want the animal? No, he doesn't care. He wants your heart. Mm. He doesn't want your mm-hmm. possessions. He wants point. your obsessions. Right. That's what he wants. What are you obsessing over? Like right. he wants he wants you to obsess over him. You he wants your heart. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care about, you know, that's what I'm saying. This animal's like, no, he just wants you, your attention, your devotion. That's what he wants. Right. Right. I, I think that's so powerful. I think that's what it's a great reminder because it's like God didn't care about the the lamb, mm-hmm. 
And I don't even think he cared about the quality because if Abel had a bunch of quote-unquote bad quality harvests or animals, whatever, but Abel still gave the best one he had. Yeah. That it, And the animal could have been faulty, but if it was Abel's best, it showed God Abel's heart it's position his towards heart, God. Man. His authentic heart. And so this is an important lesson. You know, what we just talked about is it's not about what you have. It's about what you give mm. from what you have to God and your heart position on how you do it, right? How are because you giving it? it yeah, Where's your heart there? Are you giving mm. God your extra? Are you giving God like just whatever you have mm. left over? Are you able where you're giving your best side? And so it makes me think and, and, and it makes my heart kind of just long for wanting to always give God my best. Mm. I don't want to be like Cain. Cain, I'm gonna say cable again. I don't want to be. Don't do that. Sorry. I don't want to be like Cain, where there's times where I'm like, oh God, you know, like, mm. I don't really want to give you that much, or I don't want to get. I can't give you that much time. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. Yes, yeah, so trying to fit life, God into your schedule exactly. Yeah. But I want to be like Abel, where I'm like, I am so in love with God, it would hurt me to give you anything less than the best. Mm. It would be disrespectful to me. It would be a lack of love and a lack of faith for me to give you anything less than the best. Mm. Because when you truly love somebody, you want to give them the world. You want to buy them everything. You want to, you want to just give them the best. You would never ever give them dirt, mm. give them something less than, than what they deserve. And so why do we treat God in a different manner? If he's our heavenly father that loves us in an infinite scale mm. and does what's best. And first of all, gave it to us in the first place. And just wants to see a little bit for our heart position. And so now we question the heart position of Cain. You know, why Why was he this type of man? It makes me think about his parents, like, how were Adam and Eve? You know, why, why such a difference between Cain and Abel? Mm. What was happening there? I mean, I don't have the answer. I'm just thinking out loud at this point because I, I don't really have the answers to these, right? Yeah. Why was Cain so different than his brother? Why was there such disparity in, in their love for God if they grew up in the same household? It just makes me think about it. It's like, mm. okay, why why was Cain ca categorized as some somebody gloomy and somebody arrogant and angry and stubborn, uh, a lack of respect to his elders? Those are just some of the questions that ran through me when I was thinking about Cain and Abel, right? Mm. But then we see, then we move on to God rejecting the offering. Yeah. He gives him the wisdom. First of all, let's reread the, the wisdom because this, this is coming for, directly from God. So we need to take this for ourselves. Yeah. <clears throat> you will be accepted if you do what is right. But if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, eager <clears throat> to control you but you must subdue it and be its master. Sin is crouching at the door. When you're at the door, you're not crouching, you're standing. You're waiting for it to open. But if you're crouching, it means you're hiding and you're waiting for the perfect moment. The second the door opens, pow, you jump and you, you, you attack, right? So sin is at the door. See, God is foreshadowing Cain's anger. He's kind of telling him, listen, yeah. this just occurred. 
How are you going to respond? I think this is the big twist in the story is how are you going to respond to this? Hmm. How are you going to respond to the rejection of your offering from God? Two things could have happened. Cain could have said, oh shoot. Let me, let me give God my best. Let me give God my best. I messed up. You know what? Let me learn from Abel. Like he gave God his best and God accepted it. God came and gave me grace and told me, listen, I didn't accept you because of your heart position. This was wrong. Do what is right and you will be accepted. God doesn't say, I'm going to reject you forever. Mm. He says, do what is right. He gives him another chance. So we see, how are we going to respond to this wisdom that has been given to us? Right? Our lives change fully based on very important decisions that we make in our lives. Hmm. And at this moment, we talk about it in an episode that was made a long time ago on anger. But anger clouds your judgment. Yep. I think this wisdom from God went in one ear and out the other. I yep. think Cain was in such anger that he totally ignored this, this um, danger sign given to him. This stop sign said, hey, sin is about to jump out at you it is eager to control you right then we then we go to fast forward where in mm -hmm. the bible where it says the battle is not against flesh and blood yeah. but against the evil uh, authorities of this world whatever okay sin is eager to control you later in the story we see sin controls him yep and sin causes him to do something unbelievably crazy and you read that, I think it's so good because it gives such a good perspective on temptation and sin. Mm. Because no matter what you're going to have in your heart, you know, when you feel like you've done something wrong. Right. You have in your heart of knowing what's good and what is bad and what is evil and what is good, right? So you right. have that in your heart. But then we have that because of the discipleship of the world mm -hmm. and what we've been taught what, what our family has taught us what our friends tell us that mm -hmm. we think is good. Like, oh, that's, that's all right. That's acceptable, you know. But is it acceptable? Right. So when you go to the Bible and like that's the foundational eternal truth of what truly is good and mm. what truly is bad for you. And so now when you read this, you get to see this like such a really like, of course, like God is so amazing. Right? This is an amazing example of what sin is like mm. that when you feel tempted, it's like it's trying to overpower you. Mm. Like when you are tempted, when you feel like doing that wrong thing, but you know, in the word, the eternal truth of what is good and what is bad and saying right. that that is bad. Now, this whole analogy, this whole example right here. Like you can think about that and say, wow, this sin is trying to control me, but I must subdue it and be its master. Mm. Meaning you can subdue it. Yes. Like that feeling of temptation, mm -hmm. that feeling that if you want to go do that, it does not have to overpower you. You have the control and the authority. And a lot of us don't want to walk in the authority, mm. but we get to walk in the authority. And so you have the power to be like, no. And what it says in the word that resist the devil and he will flee from you. Mm. And that's a truth. And so like, you, we get to use this beautifully said, you know, um, analogy mm -hmm. from God and apply it to our lives. And so when, when we feel like we have that moment of temptation of, of, of just like wanting to do something bad, I will not let it control me. I will subdue it and be its master. Wow. Wow. And I, I think so much could have been done differently by Cain, obviously. I mean, mm. if he would have stepped back and, and relaxed yeah. and understood what was making him angry because at the end of the day 
it doesn't say anything about Abel disrespecting Cain, going, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. God accepted my offering. He didn't accept yours. It doesn't say anything about that. Abel was quiet. Abel was quiet. Abel was just enjoying God's presence. Like, hey, I just gave God my best. Like, whatever. Another example of comparison. Another. Comparison is a thief of joy. Mm-hmm. And again, with, with moments like this, you you can either wow. use your comparison mm-hmm. to get mad, get mad at God, get mad at all this stuff, complain. Mm-hmm. Instead of clearly, like if Cain had the eyes to see and let his anger cool down, mm-hmm. was able to view without pride, view the situation, he could clearly see, oh, Abel gave his best. I only gave some of my crops. Mm. I should do better. But because of his anger, because of him comparing, seeing right. like Abel being, you know, however it was, like how, how it looks for God to accept your your gift. It probably looked, it felt really nice. It was probably really good, whatever it is. He compared himself to Abel. And so because of that, like anger, probably thoughts of anger were going crazy in his mm-hmm. head to the point that he, he, he killed him. But you see like that, that murder, like outside happened. It started in here, Ooh. right? Like it, it was an outward thing that happened mm-hmm. but it was birthed in his mind wow. he started having angry thoughts probably he started imagining what he would do to abel getting angry at abel instead of just like taking a step back and saying i did this wrong right i didn't give my full devotion to god mm-hmm. i gave him some whack stuff like i didn't even care mm-hmm. but if i do what's right i will be accepted mm-hmm. but that first part out the window because of his anger because of his comparison and just another example of like, man, like if you if like don't compare yourself, compare to despair, but at the same time, like see that and be like, I need to change. Like if you if you can see somebody and they're receiving blessing, they're doing things right, view it as like, what are they doing? Oh, I should give my best too. Mm-hmm. Cause I should. And use that to like help you, to push you. But if you're using right. that to get angry and feel this way and feel that way, what don't compare yourself. If you can't, if you're not mature enough to. If you're not, ooh, ouch. And it's not even good. Don't even do it at all. But if, you know, if you do it, should, let it be a, a comparison of of pushing you, of encouragement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I like everything that you said. And I also think that so many times we are so quick to um, shoot out our emotions and mm-hmm. our anger that we shoot it at other people when everything had to do with us. Mm. Right? We see this whole issue has to do with Cain. This whole issue has to do with Cain not giving a offering that was right to God. But why does he turn his anger towards Abel? Mm. Let me ask you this. What if he didn't have a brother? And what if this, all this didn't happen with, with Abel? What if Cain simply just didn't give his best to God and God said the same thing? Hmm. How would have Cain felt? He might have still been angry. He might have still been upset, but he had no one to compare to. He didn't have the little brother to be like, shoot, he did better than me. Hmm. He got God's offering. He was favorited by God if you must. And I'm older and everything. yeah. Yeah, but no. If Abel didn't exist, Cain would have been like, oh, shoot. I'm sorry, God. You're right. I'm going to give you my best. Hmm. If God came down himself and told you this wisdom. But no, he was so angry. He was so frustrated at the fact that his little brother was accepted by God in his offering and that Abel did everything right. And I'm listening. I'm sure at this point they're a little older to work and stuff. So who knows what their household was like? 
who knows if maybe you know if um abel was seen as righteous who knows if maybe adam and eve were favoriting him giving him more uh more things more attention more love because he was righteous and cain was this angry stubborn little boy uh who knows you know how abel was what if abel was boastful and like hey like i'm better than you this i'm better than you that yeah we're not really sure about the relationship between this the, this family mm -hmm. but we do see this angry moment from cain that clouds his judgment clouds him so, so much, much to the point where you don't hear god's wisdom from his mouth mm. where you direct your anger and your envy towards somebody that really had nothing to do with your situation Crazy. All because of comparison and envy and jealousy yeah. that you killed. Because the anger came from a rejection from God. Mm. Yet he ends up shooting his anger towards his brother. Who simply provided a good act of worship towards God. Mm. So was Abel, Abel, I would like to say, was caught in a crossfire. Because... What did it solve for Cain to shoot that anger towards Abel? What did it do? Hmm. Because he was still seen as all these negative aspects. Yeah. He was still not in the right heart position. Yeah. Wasn't bettering himself. Wasn't growing, wasn't bettering himself. Simply he acted out of his emotions. Hmm. He acted out of his emotions, right? And so... I think I think it's just wild that Cain can, can was... Can you receive rejection? Yes, I, I think this whole thing is about how you receive these... How uh, you respond. How you respond. Can you, how do you respond to That's these things? That's the word. How do you respond? How do you respond to rejection? Or how do you respond to you doing the wrong doing thing wrong, and being called up. out by it? Ooh. Because we all make mistakes in yeah. life. And eventually we all get called out by it. But do we enter a defensive mode? Mm. All of a sudden, like, I can't be wrong. I can't be wrong. See, so, so now we see a, a glimpse of pride in Cain. Mm. Because he was so angry at the fact that he was wrong. You're not angry that God rejected you. You're angry that you did it wrong and that somebody did it right. And so that pride gets in the way yeah. and leads him to do something that is irreversible. You just yeah. killed your brother. Mm. That is something irreversible. You cannot take that back. The things you say when you're angry, the things you do, those things you can't take back. Once they leave your mouth, yep. it's over. You said them. You can't be like, hold on, rewind, I'll nope, take it back. You can't put those words back in your mouth and make or everybody unhear it, yeah. Exactly. And so this uh, a big lesson here is how are we responding? When you mess up. When, when you, you mess when up. When you did it wrong and you got called out for it. Mm -hmm. How do you respond to it? Mm -hmm. Do you just blow up with emotion? Can you? Can somebody even tell you that you messed up? Oh, that's a big one. Or that's a big would one. they get too scared? Mm -hmm. Can someone tell you that? Mm -hmm. If no, mm -hmm. something to work on there. Yeah. And there's, there's just so many lessons. The first is being like, where's your heart mm -hmm. and your devotion towards the Lord? Yep. Are you giving your best? And mm. everything that and you everything do. And everything that you do. Everything that I you do. I can definitely work way better on this. Mm -hmm. Giving my all on all the things I do. I could do way better on that. 
Uh, I, I've learned. I've learned to ask myself that question when I'm about to do something, whether any. And when I say anything, I don't mean just ministry stuff. I mean mm. like your daily job, uh, how mm. you're acting towards friends, how you're acting mm. towards family, like anything. When you're reading the Bible, when you're praying, are you going to be like Cain and offer a bit, mm. the ground, the fruits of the ground, or are you going to be like Abel and offer your best portions? And I always tell myself, That's so good. I, I'll go for it. I'm already, I'm already sitting down to read the Bible. Why not give it my all? Hmm. I tell myself that in everything that I do now. I go to the gym. What's the point of me getting up early, getting dressed, yeah. pouring out my water, driving all the way to the gym, and not giving my all? Hmm. Did I do all that just to like do a half workout and like uh, be uh, about it? I'm already there. I already got here. Let me give it my all. And it's the same thing in everything that we do, whether that be prayer or reading your word or, or talking to God or working at your job, anything. I'm already here. Why not give my best offering to God? Because the job that you do and, and, and when you work at, at whatever you do, whether that be at a, at a bank, at a valet, at a yeah. factory, a tech job, I don't care what you do. But are you giving your best? Because that, that is an offering to God. Today, am I going to be like Cain or am I going to be like Abel? Mm. That's what I ask myself when I do things. And I think that's a good practice for you guys to actually take. Mm-hmm. Like just write down the different things you do. Mm. Just ask yourself, am I being like Cain or Abel? Am I giving my best in this? Yeah, I can, I can do a lot better in a lot of different ways mm-hmm. for myself personally. Just giving my all, more of my all. Not doing things half, but doing things yeah. fully. I love that. I love that. We all here. We're all here, we're all here together. We're yes, doing this we all together. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And, and, and so we see later in the in the story. You know, he kills his brother. Yeah. God's like, where is he? I don't know. First of all, the snarky response he gives him afterwards. Am I my brother's guardian? <laughs> Come on, dude. On t- on top of lying to God, now you just want to throw now, a snarky, now, now you're being disrespectful. Smart. Yeah. Now, now you, you want to be a little little smarty pants, like saying. Am I my brother's guardian? Kinda, actually. Older brother, shouldn't you be? Word. Oh. Got him. God, obviously, knowing everything, says, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Ouch. Ouch. Now you are cursed and banished from the ground, which has swallowed your brother's blood. And so he bans him, and, and he, he said, this part is crazy. No longer will the ground yield good crops for you. No matter how hard you work. The crops that were originally meant to be given as an offering to God. You were meant to give you to give God your best portion of crops. Now no longer will you your ground yield good crops for you. Hmm. No matter how hard you work. That is a crazy curse. That is a hard punishment that we see here. Because now it's like, yo, even if I wanted to give God my best portions, oof, I can't because I did something irreversible, irreversible because of my anger, because of my lack of wisdom, lack of faith, right? And if we go back, we see, I mean, we talked about Cain, but let's talk about Abel, a man of righteousness, a man of faith, because to do what he did, you have to have an immense amount of faith. Hmm. A faith that's like, 
you know, when you tithe, when you give your 10%, that is an act of faith. Yeah. Because you're saying, I believe in a God that is abundant, in a God that provided this for me. Yep. I don't have a problem giving this back to him. That is, that is a, sh- a, a showing of faith that we see from Abel that he gives the best portion of the firstborn lambs as his gift. So good. This man was an act of faith. He was a man of righteousness, a man of love towards God. And so we see Abel as an example that when it is time to offer God our worship, let me give him my all. A genuine, and I can't, you can't lie to him. There's times when I'm in church and there's worship going on and I try to like get into the worship mood and then I'm like, sometimes maybe even we try to like fake it, I guess. Like, mm. oh, you know, I'm worshiping, but like, God knows our hearts. Hmm. God knows that as we have our hands up, we're thinking of to- something completely different. Hmm. And you, you can't lie and tell me you've never done that. I have. Yeah, of course. I put my hand up and I'm worshiping. But am I really? Because I'm thinking about something completely different. Hmm. So I always tell myself, I want to be like Abel. I want to give God my best worship. Hmm. Like my best prayer. And so Cain is left to wander on the earth. And then we see another act of mercy from God. He replies, my punishment is too great for me to bear. You have banished me from the land and from your presence. You have made me a homeless wanderer. Anyone who finds me will kill me. The Lord says, no, for I will give you a sevenfold punishment to anyone who kills you. So he basically just protects protects Cain from, from being killed in the outside. I mean, I mean, this also talks about, you know, him being left a wanderer, but it makes me think about maybe he was banished from his home. Hmm. I mean, as a parent, you hear your older brother killed your younger brother. What do you do? Can you come back? You got no sons now. This guilt coming from Cain. Is he able to go back and face his parents after Mm. he just killed their child? Because it probably would always have been a reminder of him of the sin that he had caused. So I think Cain naturally just did not want to go back home. He couldn't. Crazy. He would have had to live with that guilt forever. And so Cain cries out to God and God's like, okay. I won't let anybody kill you. Now he's got a mark on him. I wonder where the mark was on his forehead. A little tattoo on his forehead. That was on the back. Is it on the back? That's what I th- that's what I was uh, imagining. A little mm-hmm. big red mark on the back or something. That that's kind of tough though. It's kind of cool. Is it? Is it though? A reminder of uh, what you did. Yeah. Heck no. Heck no. And the last part. So Cain left the Lord's presence and settled in the land of Nod, east of Eden. All from what? One mistake. Not one mistake. One response one poor response Mm. to a mistake you had crazy that's what it all led to if cain would have responded did cain see himself leaving eden Mm. like he didn't see that no but from from not Mm -hmm. responding but reacting Mm -hmm. to what happened Mm -hmm. he left eden wow you don't see you don't see the consequences of it Mm -mm, you don't when you don't respond correctly and that's why like there's so many lessons here. Like, res- don't don't compare yourself. Mm-hmm. Respond when somebody calls you out and when you've done something wrong. 
respond correctly do not react with the burst of emotion but relax like take a breather like mm. you yeah get if you want to get angry okay but relax like breathe it out like take a take a bit and then think mm -hmm. you can't think when you're angry right and then respond to it correctly mm. and then change give your best because that's that's all it is you know when god like when god calls us out is it to make us feel bad right. no it's to bring us for more like call us to more now like i call you out on this let's learn and move forward mm -hmm. that's all it is but we take it and we just take like it, it hurts and we get angry and like like it's pointing fingers at us and we feel like they're mad at us or whatever that's not what god does right. he's not what god does mm. I love it. So let, let's be more like Abel. Yeah. Let's give God our best worship, our best offering. Mm -hmm. But we love you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate you. Check out the Patreon link. We hope you guys got some wisdom and some, some encouragement from this. Please let us know what stories you guys want us to study together down in the comments. But we love you. And we'll see you guys for the next episode. The next episode is a banger. You do not want to miss out. We are super, super excited for it. So we'll see you guys there. Peace out, everybody. Peace.